Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Hey, today, after you listen to this podcast, I'd encourage you to check out the Bobbycast, which is, it's a music podcast. If you hate music, it ain't for you. But if you do like music, it's pretty cool. We talked to a lot of folks. We talk about new music coming out that week. Um, on this week's show, we got a few fun things we're doing. Uh, Maddie in the Morning is a morning show in Boston. Uh, he's on the pop station, but he's been on the air for 40 years. Wow. On the pop station. Long time. So you're talking, for me, talking with him about all the stuff that happened in the 80s. He was there. The 90s. He was there. The toot that too. He's been through all of That's it. That's cool. And I don't know that I have ever brought on another radio guy, maybe. I don't know. But his, just for being 40 years in pop culture, I thought, man, we got to get this guy on. Yeah, that's awesome. Talk to him. Also, there's a new uh, album put out by Nikita Carmen, who I love, and she opened for me for a long time. Uh, she comes on to talk about that a little bit. Eddie is on adding, how many albums did you add to my jukebox? Five, just five CDs. So I'm filling my jukebox with my 100 favorite best albums. And so I gave Eddie five slots in my jukebox, and he gives me the albums to put I in am there. honored to put five CDs in that jukebox, because you know it. Every single time I go to the house, I'm going to be playing those that's songs. special. So, yeah. So that's it's not that special. I mean, <laughs> it's awesome. What are you talking about? It's cool. Amy's really building building it up there. She's really gassing me up. <laughs> He's giving you five of the slots. I know. I don't even get one. It's special. I thought you were going to get a George Strait no, one. No, he didn't. No. Oh, he changed I his mind? I didn't no. agree to that yet. <laughs> no, I suggested it, and it went nowhere. Hey. You have to listen to the podcast then. Oh. Don't worry. Hey, just leave it there. Don't worry. Okay. All right, so check out the Bobbycast that's on today. Um, also, I want to put on Wayne D, who in Nashville. Hey, Wayne D, are you on other cities too or just Nashville? Yeah, I'm uh, I- I'm on here, but then I'm on in like Vegas and uh, some other cities. Do, just, just a handful. Are you doing Wayne D in all those cities too? Do you have to change your name even in Vegas? Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it, this is a whole dumb story where they made him change his name because it doesn't matter. He's going to get sued because he was Big D, but now he's Wayne D. Oh, I'm just been told a lawsuit's been filed against me now. Great, because <laughs> you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, but Wayne D is our afternoon guy here in Nashville and in some other cities too, including Las Vegas. And what had happened, Wayne D. Wayne, what the heck do I call him? Wayne D. Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> call him D. Yeah. What do, what, do, what do your friends call you? Either just Wayne or D. Either way. I ain't calling you D. <laughs> I yeah. Call, okay. D. So, Wayne. Um, that's weird. Uh, Lunchbox applied for this job to be the voiceover for the Nashville Predators NHL team. He sent an email in. He was like, I'd like to do this. You'd be lucky to have me. That kind of thing. He never got a response. And then all of a sudden, we learned that you got the job. So, <laughs> did you know this, first of all? I, I had no idea until I heard you guys talking about it, and like, I I felt his disappointment in his voice, so I feel bad like that I got the job and he didn't. You should. Well, what did you do to get this job over Lunchbox? Like, how how did you hear about it, and how did you get in touch with them? Well, I did the same job in Vegas for the Golden Knights. So the last three years, like I had ran around T-Mobile Arena out there. Um, which obviously you guys are familiar with because of our iHeart Festival, but it, yeah, I did that, and then when I moved to town here, they connected me with the Preds, and it just they were like, well, hey, we need a host, and they they were kind of like, do you want to do it? So they came to so you have- mostly. You didn't have to go to them. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to apply. I oh. got introduced to them yeah, over email. They're like, hey, are you interested? 
Do you feel like that, Lunchbox? <laughs> you think you're? Do you think you're a bigger celebrity than Wayne D? Yeah, obviously. Do you think? I mean, not no offense to Wayne D, but he knows it's true too. I mean, true. He doesn't follow anybody back on Instagram. That's I. Ha- I follow people back. I have to. <laughs> so whenever Wayne, you hear Lunchbox on the air and sad about it, does it make you go, "Man, I should really give up this job and let the guy have it"? I mean, part of that, yeah, but like also, maybe as an olive branch. Like I can take him to the bread shop, and you can he can use my staff discount. <laughs> it's not funny. What's the staff discount in the bread shop? Twenty percent. So listen, for most people it's twenty five, but like oh. I could probably hook up fifty. Do wow, wow. Give me fang fingers you can get. Hey, Lunchbox <laughs> says he's not even gonna be a fan anymore. Do you think that's a little harsh? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, if if maybe we go to lunch. We'll become buddies. You'll find out, like, hey, he's not a bad guy. He can have the gig. And maybe I could get you tickets or something. Could you make him your apprentice? Ooh. Absolutely. I mean, you got to work your way up to mic time. But, like, if you follow me and see how I do it, absolutely. I'll hand the mic over. You could intern for Wayne D. Get your foot foot in the door. What do I need to intern for? I know how to handle a microphone. Like I I handle a microphone every single day. I can work my way up to a microphone. (laughs) Come on, guys. I'm I'm, listen. I appreciate the offer, but I'm going to turn down the internship. I'm just hurt. I mean, listen. I'm happy for you, man. You you come to town. You take my job. I mean, (laughs) you want to come in here in the mornings? I guess I'll just go to afternoons. Oh, Oh man. I mean, I didn't want to tell you, but Bobby did email me earlier. <laughs> oh, Wayne, oh. would you trade your afternoon job for a, for a co-host spot on this show? <laughs> Let's go. When we start, <laughs> who has to approve that? All right. Well, Man. you are now Lunchbox's rival and mortal enemy, and uh, we're okay with that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys. What is your uh, Instagram name so we can watch you be the inside voice of the Nashville Preds? He's Wayne D. He's Wayne D. What was your Instagram name before that? Big D Radio. Mm. <laughs> R.I.P. Did you change it or did you start a new account? No, I just changed it. But I lost, like, you lose your verification and all that stuff. It was just such It was such a pain. Were you verified on Instagram? Yeah, and oh Twitter, God. and they won't give either of them back. Wait, why if you change your handle, does it unverify because you? It could be someone hacking your account How? and changing your name. Oh, yeah, well, so why would you go from Big D to he's Wayne D? Well, because he had to change his name or he's going to get sued. Oh, I hate yeah. whole... Well, I didn't know on Instagram that that made a difference. Well, if he's not going by it's Big D, it doesn't make consistent. sense to still be called Big D. Okay, well, he lost his verification. And now Lunchbox is yeah. mad that Wayne D was verified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> mad about that. <laughs> Lunchbox is not. Guys, I mean, just let me explain to this. He's Wayne D on Instagram has 10 thousand followers oh, and cool. he was verified mm-hmm. how is that possible ten thousand okay. no, yeah, wait, 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 how tell me how did you get verified first of all it's ten thousand seven hundred okay oh sorry <laughs> and and it's because somebody got me verified that worked for iheart years ago oh. and they're not with the company anymore gotcha all right i'm very happy for you so you're not going to get re-verified I, I, don't, I mean, probably not. Are any of you not quite verified yet? No, no man, we're no, not actually. No. Ray, no? No, not on. I was, but then I lost it when I changed the handle. On you, Instagram, you're verified? On uh, Twitter. I'm not verified on anything right now, but it's fine. I mean, people know it's me. Hmm. All right. Wayne D, thank you, bud.
You got it. Appreciate you guys. Anything yeah. you want to anything you want to promote? Go Preds. Go Preds. Uh, watch the games. Cheer us on. Okay, there you go. And send and, and send lunchbox some merch. <laughs> All right, there he is, Wayne D. All right, here you go. We're we're done. Bye, Wayne D. Uh, hey, take care, guys. All right, bye bye. I mean, does his voice sound better than mine? Well, we should have had him do one of those things. Right? Yeah. Ah, man, we hung up and we get the good bit right then. Dang it. That's okay. We'll get him on some other time to come in the studio and they can do a, oh, a battle. A battle. Yeah. A hype battle. Yeah, that's a good idea. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm down for it. I mean, yeah, well, you know what? We'll battle for the job. Well, no. He, he no, agrees. So. The he agrees. would have no, no, to be. No, no, he agrees. We vote, quit match. <laughs> we vote on this show and if I get, he has to resign. Okay, but then he oh. battles you for your co-host spot, and if he beats you, <laughs> you, you have to resign. Uh, a little different level, a little different level. <laughs> All right, we got to get to today's show. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the show. happening friends morning studio morning Amy, you good yeah you yeah good i was looking at some voicemails last night this is patty from hot springs arkansas hi bobby morning studio i'm calling um hoping that you'll wish my mother a happy birthday she's in phoenix i'm gonna go in and surprise her for her birthday and she's turning 69 she doesn't know anything about broadcasting and i tried to explain it to her so when i'm out there i'm gonna introduce her to the bobby bone show and i'm hoping that the first episode she hears is the one where you're wishing her a happy birthday. Thanks so much for everything you do. Love you. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Happy 69th birthday. That's pretty cool. Here's Larry from Missouri. I have two questions for Eddie. The first question is, with his diet, has he thought about taking maybe vitamins? Because vitamins, I take vitamins every day being a over truck driver. It helps me out greatly because I can't always eat right now here. And the second question is, has he had a chance to take Scuba Steve out and teach him how to shoot his shotgun yet? I'd really love an update on that. I hope you all have a great day. God bless. Eddie, your, your answers? Yeah, the first one, the vitamins. The only vitamins I take is that vitamin water stuff that, that you do too, like the uh, electrolytes. It doesn't count. It says it's got vitamins in it. it that's count. about all I do. I do probiotics, but I don't okay. think that's what he's talking about. Um, and then the gun? Uh, no, man. I showed him how to use it, but we haven't gone down to the farm to shoot it or anything. I guess it's a bit we forgot to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do need to fire that gun with him. All right. So uh, thank you for the call. We'll have Russell Dickerson coming in later. Heath Sanders comes up this hour to perform. He's fantastic. Uh, Friday morning dance party coming up as well. Also, Amy has uh, created a game that we're going to play here. Oh. Yes, I have. She just said, hey, I have a game. Can we play it? So okay. I said, sure. So am I playing... Yeah, you can. Okay. Do we want to, just and tell, and no, Amy's going to be the game show host? Amy's going to host it. You're yeah. going to ask me the question. The game is called Famous Spinoff Shows. Okay. And <laughs> I'm going to say the spinoff show. And then, Bobby, you guess the original show. Okay. It, yeah. Do we have- <laughs> I have a feeling Amy doesn't really have... Scuba Steve just did facepalm as well. What? Scuba Steve, what's the problem here? It's like we sent this email to her hours ago to be ready, and it's like... But I made this on. game. How do I not... <laughs> how, wait, how do you... How? I'm confused. I, I know exactly what's going on. It doesn't sound like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little confused by you not knowing what was going on either. That's okay. We got it. We're good. Okay. Thumbs up. It just says that if you go five for five, a caller wins a prize. Nice. Okay. We have a caller. It is... Tish in Texas. Hey, Tish, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing pretty good. Okay, if I go five for five on this game, you win a prize. Okay. We're figuring it out as we go. I've okay. got an example for you. Go ahead. Uh, better Call Saul. Breaking Bad. 
Boom. Ooh, Nailed it. Good. Bobby's going to be good. Okay, here we go. Okay. Laverne and Shirley. What? Happy days. Nice. Really? Yeah. Wow. Frazier. Cheers. The Jefferson. But you gotta tell me if I'm right, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. Duh. Yeah, don't forget that. Sorry. Go ahead. To me, I'm just like, yeah, so of course he's right. Uh, the Jeffersons. Jeffersons. All in the family. Right. Spinoffs? Wow, dude, you're good. This one, I don't know. Daria. Oh. You got this, Bones. Do you know it, Eddie? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I mean, feel like, yes, you definitely should know it, but it is hard. Daria. Let me come back to that one. What's the fifth one? Because I want to get put it down to the end and see if I can win a prize. Scuba Steve, is that allowed? Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want the caller to win, so it is allowed. I, I will let it pass. Uh, Thank all you right. I'll come back to it, though. I'll come back to okay. it. Okay. Uh, family Matters. Oh, yeah, you know. Uh, family Matters. Uh, uh, Perfect Strangers. Yes. Dang, dude. Good job. Good. Larry worked at the newspaper company that uh, in Chicago that Harriet may have. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so what's the other one? You want me to go back? No, just the one I okay. the one I missed. I did I didn't get to. Yeah, Dari. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Daria. that's the one I'm going to do, Dari. Hey, uh Tish, are you still there? Yeah. What does she win by the way? A $50 uh, marathon gas gift card. Oh, cool. Okay, Daria, let me talk this out. Daria was the show that was a cartoon on MTV with a girl, Daria. <laughs> and she came on, was very dry. So if she were a cartoon on MTV and it was a spinoff, it had to be a cartoon show that she spun off from. There were only a couple cartoon shows, but there was one that was massive. There was a little before that. It was Beavis and Butthead. I'm going to go with, for the prize, how do you feel about that answer, Tish? Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Do you, are you sure about it, or are you just trusting me? No, I'm sure. Okay, uh, we're going Beavis and Butthead. Winner, winner. Nice. Thank you very much. Good job. Eddie, you knew that? I did. Um, and, and I also appreciate how good you are at hosting games now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dang. Dang. Right. Amy, um, Amy. Amy, Amy, Amy. Amy. So, Amy. Also, I have a fun one <laughs> that yeah, I wasn't ones. for sure if you would get, Go but on. Teen Mom. Uh, 16 and pregnant. Oh, look at you. Yeah, you have any other ones? Yes. Go ahead. Mama's family. Ooh. Mama's family. Mama Harper. Oh. Vinton. Naomi. Um, the lead character on the show won a Carol Burnett lookalike contest, which I believe was what got her on Carol Burnett's show. It's a Carol, It's from Carol Dang. Burnett. It was a sketch. Nice. Yeah. That's right. A Cleveland show. Family guy. The Facts of Life. Ooh. Tootie. <laughs> I just snotted all over my mouth. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, hold Tootie. on. Let me think of the characters. Tootie, Blair, Joe, Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Mrs. Garrett also worked in the house at different strokes. Um, so it had, be, it had to be different strokes. You got it. Yeah. Crazy. Any other ones? No, that concludes our game for the day. That's, Thank you for coming. I should say that at the end of one of hosting shows. Oh. Yeah. That concludes our game for yes. the day. Yes. Good. Uh, Tish. Oh, wait, we play my winning song, please? Oh, oh! You're Tish, how do you feel? Um, I feel I'm so confused. If I'm like, was I supposed to do something? Nope. You just want to find one. No, Tish. you just called in. This whole segment's been a little bit confusing, but you know what? We got through it, and we feel good. 
Yay! Also, Amy wants to kill most all of us in the studio uh-huh. right now. Yeah. Um, all right, Tish, have a have a great day. Stay on the line. I'm going to get you your prize, okay? Thank you. I like playing games. I never get to play games because... Oh, it's fun. You yeah. know, Mike D and I are over here making them, hosting them. Also, you dominate... So sometimes if you were to play a game with all of us when we're joining in, it's like, ugh, okay, Bubby got them all right. <laughs> sometimes I like to have fun, too. <laughs> That's like when I play family game night, dude. I dominate everyone. They hate for me Your to play. Your kids eight. I know. I t- and I do take them out quick. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Heath Sanders. I'm such a big fan of this guy. Uh, Common Ground is the new EP that's out today. How many songs on this, Heath? Four. Four songs. He's going to play for us in just one second. But you may remember Heath from back in the day. He put a video up on, on Facebook, and it was a Chris Stapleton cover of Either Way. And here's a clip of that. I'm past the point, give a damn, and all my tears cry. We can just go So that goes up on Facebook. Everybody's like, look how good this guy is. He moves to Nashville, gets a record deal. You're working in the oil field when you put that video up, right? Yeah, man. Well, so I I know you were work you were working every day in the oil fields, but when were you playing music? Like at night on Saturdays? Yeah, I really just started to make make lunch money, man. Started playing you know shows around Central Arkansas, just little bars and stuff, man. Making a couple hundred bucks a weekend just kind of helped me buy groceries, you know. Was that fun for you? Meaning, would you work in the field all week and just look forward? To being able to play in a bar on the weekend. Sure, you always look, you know, look forward to cutting loose a little bit, and you know, there's a lot of stress in the oil field to to take out on a on a guitar and a mic. So yeah, it was, it was yeah, I was always looking forward to it. Do you remember your last day on the job? Because you knew this was it for me. Like the next day, I'm a full time music man. Yeah. <laughs> what was that last day like? Man, it was a little bittersweet, to be honest. You know, you, you're walking away from a lot of camaraderie out there in the field and a lot of good guys and. So it was a little sad, but at, on the other side, it was a little freeing too, man. It was. Uh, I definitely slept in the next morning. It was the first <laughs> time in, in years I didn't have to be up at five. So, <laughs> How <laughs> cool is that that you you get to go and make music? You're just a kid growing up in a small town in Arkansas, and you're moving to Nashville, and you're going to pay your bills by doing something you love. It's unbelievable, man. I, I still, three years later, I still wake up every day just in disbelief that I get to do this for a living that, and that and that the people have, you know, have supported me through this and you know, because it's really them doing it. You know, I'm just writing words, and it's really them that's building this thing and, and supporting it. And so, just have to have that many people behind you and, and helping you out and, and giving you another way of life is, is amazing, man. All right, you're gonna play a song for us. What are you gonna do here? This is old school's in, brother. This is track one of the four songs. The whole thing is called Common Ground. This is Heath Sanders. Uh, introduce your guitar player over here. Yeah, this is my guitar player Casey Paraday. We actually met at a crawfish bull in Northwest Arkansas. So uh, he's been with, he's been with me since the beginning of this thing. So all right, here is a Heat Sanders doing Old School Zen. Say the bell rang Class lit out a long time ago And the world ain't Ever going back to the way we know it Well, call me crazy But I wouldn't buy that lie Even if they paid me 
I think we got a pretty damn good thing going Over time still crawls and flag still flies Mama still cooks and God won't die Dogs still hunt me and man up A little bit of red just runs in your blood Yes sir, yes ma'am, handshake deals Right still rules, keep hunting real And three chords and the truth ain't going nowhere yeah, old school's still in out here Come on! Yeah. Look at that! Heath Sanders! Look what you started, Bobby. Come on! It's so good, man. I tell you once, I've been a fan of Heath for a long time, and I was playing a show in Arkansas. I was... Uh, doing stand-up at, at a theater there, and I said, Heath, come out and play. I said, just just come out. We won't really make a big deal about you being there, but Heath's like me, grew up in a small town in Arkansas, and man, there's we get no prouder than we get to play in front of our own people, you know? Yeah, and Heath comes out, and he plays, and the whole crowd stands up and gives him a standing ovation. And I knew I wasn't going to stand an ovation. <laughs> he, like, stole the show before I went on. Yeah. But I was happy for it. Look at you. You made man. me smile. You're so yeah. good. You made me proud, man. I didn't do have anything to do with it. I'm still proud. You've got a lot to do with Bobby. No, no, man, no. Thanks for everything, brother. I, I really mean that, man. Uh, just, just so good. He's got four new songs out today. Old school's in. Can't undo. I do. That's for you. I haven't Down heard. Your alley, I haven't heard it yet. I'm gonna listen today. I was just like, huh? Oh, huh? Hey. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, love needs making is a song. Okay, uh, that's for you too. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there he is, Heath Sanders. Great job as always. Thanks, Bobby. You thanks are for having me, man. Truly. And you're starting to be discovered now, but you're truly that undiscovered gem that this town has no idea what's about to hit him in the face. Oh, man. So and when you make it, you know, don't forget me. All right, buddy. <laughs> I got you, I'm gonna be, I'll probably be out of work. I'll be like, Heath, let me get some tickets to that show. All right, Heath Sanders, check out his music. It's out today, Common Ground. Fun Fact Friday. The most fun facts of the week brought to you by Amy. Here we go. Number five. So Macaulay Culkin was paid $100,000 for Home Alone. But then for Home Alone 2, which wasn't near as good, he made $4.5 million. Wow. That was just because His of value success. went up significantly. Yeah. Like a lot. Ah, good for him. Didn't he get into it with his parents, though, because they tried to... Yeah, I don't think that was very pretty. Oh, yeah, it wasn't very fun either, so it obviously Right, no, it didn't make it in <laughs> here, no. Friday, but good for him, making moves. Number four. So the record for the most flowers sold in a single day was August 17th, 1977. You know why? Most flowers. Somebody, 1977. Most died. flowers ever sold. 77? Like, when did John Lennon die? 79? 78, 79? Maybe even like 80. I'll give you a hint. It's American. Maybe 80. Yeah. We American. thought it would be American because nothing's fun outside of America. We've established <laughs> That's that. It's all boring. 77. Is somebody dying? Yes. I was say Princess died, but that's not. Yeah. Um, Elvis! Oh. Yeah. This Boom. Is the day Elvis. after Elvis died. It's so the record for the most flowers sold. Because I guess they bought them and laid them out. I'm sure every town had little uh, memorials and stuff. Yeah. August 16th, 1977, on the afternoon of the day, he was found unconscious in his Graceland mansion, rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. I would have gone. You would have gone. To a vigil. Laid my flowers there. Sing songs with everyone. I don't think we have a, a pop star as big as what Elvis was and the Beatles were to America and the mm-hmm. world because we have so many more avenues to go down. There are massive stars, 
But when you only have four channels and five radio stations and one person's dominating all of them, they kind of have everyone. I, I don't know, but when when Garth goes down, I'll be there singing. Where are you going to be singing? Wherever we hold the vigil downtown or whatever. I agree. There are many people that I would feel that. But I'm saying just generally, I think we're not going to see a star that big ever again. Because they're just... This is different. Number three. So I thought this was fun and cool. Beer cans in Japan include Braille to prevent blind people from confusing alcoholic drinks with soft drinks. It's thoughtful. Hmm. We not have to do that here? You could probably smell it though, right? You know what? It's a great point. (laughs) Before you drink it, smell it. How's your... Number two. What? I was going to ask Eddie how his smell is. Do you have it 100% back from COVID? Still not 100. You still don't have your full smell back? Uh Uh-uh. No. You have your taste. I I never lost my taste. But the smell? Nah. I mean, maybe 70% of it. Will you be upset if you never get it back? I mean, dude, it's been a long time. Like, it's, I got it in July. So I would say that it's gone. Whatever that percentage is, 20, 15, it's gone. Wow. I hit that again. Number two. So Garth Brooks met his first wife when he was working as a bouncer, and he had a thrower out of the bar for being unruly. <laughs> it's Sandy. an interesting way to meet but somebody. But do you think, though, maybe he... Wanted to throw her out so we could oh, talk with her. Oh, maybe. You know, there's probably a little more to that. We could always ask him. No. <laughs> I didn't want I'm not going to be disrespectful. Okay. No, <laughs> not going to do that. All right, and? Number one. So if you had earned $180,000 every day from the day that Christ was born until now, you still <laughs> wouldn't be as rich as Jeff Bezos. What? So $180,000 a day? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Since you, the, yes. Are so you for, sure? Jeez. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't from, have from, the exact math, but this is just a fun fact. Eddie. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to doubt it. That's just a fun fact to say just how rich he is. Dang. It's a lot. There you go. I, 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 don't, I mean, I feel sad for me now. <laughs> oh, don't be sad. I mean, he's part of this. It's like he, he started Amazon in his garage selling books. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think it. he worked for it. Absolutely. It's just crazy to think that, that that's like currency, money. It, it doesn't even exist to him anymore. He can just have whatever he wants. Yeah. The like whole world is at his fingertips. But you know what's crazy? He's still going to die. Even yeah. with all that, he can't stop what happens to everybody. He could probably prolong it a little bit, but crazy, crazy story. Fun fact Friday. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Lots of new music out today. Morgan Wallen surprised fans and dropped two bonus songs for his Dangerous album. One is called This Side of a Dust Cloud, and the other is called Band-Aid on a Bullet Hole. Here it is. It's like trying to put a band-aid. Trying to tell a cowboy to slow down It's like watching the way that the river rolls Heath Sanders released his first EP called Common Ground. Here's the title song. We're all weak, we're all strong, we're all right, we're all wrong And when time runs out, we all end up in common ground Nikita Carmen released a new album called The Garden. Here's her collaboration on the album with Walker Hayes called Thin Some. I'll get over you and then
I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Rick Jackson last April noticed his neighbor's bike was broken. The brakes weren't working. He said, hey, you want me to fix that for you? And he fixed the brakes. And the dad was like, how much do I owe? And he's like, no, I love bikes and I love fixing bikes for free. It puts a smile on my face. So word got out. And a year later, he's fixed over 650 bikes for neighborhood kids. Dang. it's a lot. That's a lot. It's almost like he was forced to do it because he didn't want it. He has to do them all. No, he's a retired mathematician, and he was just like, look, there's so much beauty in a bike, and it gives kids so many smiles, and that's what puts a smile on my face. Listen, that is cool. But he ain't making anything? Not even, like, cover the price of his WD-40? You know what I mean? <laughs> little tss. Yeah, just <laughs> anything. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Two men went to break into a house. They walk up to the front door and they start kicking the door. Boom, boom. When one of the guys had a gun in his waistband and when he's kicking, boom, shot himself Mm. in the leg. It was all caught on ring doorbell camera and they didn't catch him until he went to the hospital later. It's like, hey, man, I suffered a gunshot. They traced it back to the house. You know, it's got to be a tough call to make (laughs) because you know you're probably going to get in trouble. You're going to the hospital with a gunshot. They're going to be like, how'd this happen? Like, you're probably going to get in trouble for breaking into a house. Is there any way you can, like, drive so far that they wouldn't put it... Put it together? Yeah. And he yeah. did, and he probably went... Yeah, he went in into town. town. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course he did. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's Friday. Let's play Easy Trivia. This is the easiest trivia show in the whole world. All you have to do is survive. Survive and thrive. We have four players here. Amy, Eddie, Lunchbox, Morgan number two. If you miss it, you're gone. Who will be the easy trivia champion? Up first, Amy. Ready? Ready. They're super easy to start. Which actor played the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Will Smith. What? Correct. Why did you do that? Why did you hesitate? (laughs) (laughs) Eddie. Come on. Michael Phelps is an Olympic athlete known for what sport? Swimming. Correct. Lunchbox, what animal is Bambi? He's a deer. Correct. And finally, Morgan George Harrison was a member of what famous band? Excuse me? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? It's easy, guys. Not easy for me. No. George Harrison? George Harrison. Um, Hanson? George, George Harrison. Harrison. His last name. George Hanson. <laughs> Is that the guy? The, the Bob. That's the only thing I got. Well, all Hanson was by three brothers, last name Hanson. <laughs> mm, yep, not them then. <laughs> was that too hard for the first round? Yeah, I don't. I don't know the answer. Really That's tough. Okay, I'll give her a different one then. What is it? The Beatles. Come on, guys. I would not I have got that. Okay, I'll, I, I don't want to hit you with too hard in the first round. Uh, Morgan, uh, what is a Disney Channel show starring Miley Cyrus as a pop star? Uh, Hannah Montana. Okay. Everybody gets to the first round. All right. Okay. Good. Then we're good all good. But now it's game time. Amy, you're up first. What was the name, or excuse me, what is the name of the host of The Bachelor? Chris Harrison. Correct. His uncle was also in The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. Come on. What is Harry Houdini known for? Escaping. Magic, illusion, right. escape artist, yeah. all are acceptable. Correct. Lunchbox. Who is the talk show host with the carpool karaoke sketch? 
Oh, that's um, James Corden. Correct. Wow. Good one. Nice job. Morgan, in a website browser address bar, what does WWW stand for? Worldwide. Wait. Yeah. Worldwide Web. Correct. Okay. Getting a little harder now. Round three of easy trivia. Amy, what does the Roman numeral X stand for? Ten. Correct. Wow. Wow. Amy. No. No, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. (laughs) Who is Wild E. Coyote always trying to catch? Roadrunner. Beep, beep. Correct. (sighs) Lunchbox, in Greek mythology, who had snakes for hair and could turn people into stone if they looked at her? What? What? (laughs) He gets Roadrunner and I get this? Beep, beep. Um, Greek mythology? <laughs> Who had Who snakes for hair? The only person that I know from Greek mythology, there was Zeus, but that's a dude. And you said a chick. What about poison? Poseidon? Poseidon? Is that somebody? Poseidon. What? Is that your answer? Yeah, that's the only person I know. Who do you guys think it is? Medusa. No Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, Medusa's oh. right. Okay. I don't know who that is. Good job, guys. It is Medusa. Nice yep. job, Morgan. Hey, well, everybody else knowing it. That's something. Yeah, uh, but Roadrunner. Why is he hating on Roadrunner? Morgan. Kung Fu originated from which country? Oh. Kung, Kung Fu. Panda. Uh, Kung Fu. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> That's true. Kung Fu Panda. That yeah. does Use help. any context clue you can get. Panda. I'm thinking China. Correct. Wow. <laughs> nice job. Three remain. Amy, Arnold Schwarzenegger was once governor of which state? California. Correct. Eddie. Come on. What temperature in Fahrenheit mm. does water freeze? Oh. 32. Correct. <laughs> Steve Harvey is a game show host, Morgan. What's that show called? Oh, you guys went on it. Oh, oh. Uh, Family Feud. Correct. Even my brain went blank on that one. <laughs> okay. Amy, what's the only fruit with seeds on the outside? Huh? Yeah, they get a little harder. Well, I mean... What's the only fruit okay. with seeds on the outside? Strawberries. Correct. Oh, wow, that's so good, Amy. That's a tough one, huh? Yeah, it's really hard. Eddie. Come on. Who is the winner of American Idol season one in 2002? Oh, season one. The very first. Kelly Clarkson. Correct. Yes! Morgan, not including Pluto. Dang. Because it's gone back and forth if it's a planet or not. How many planets are there not including Pluto? I I think with Pluto, it's nine. So without Pluto, I think it's eight. Correct. Okay. Nice job. All right, easy trivia. Let's go another round. Amy, what bird? You don't like that? Well, that, that lead? N- I just feel like now I need to get this because I'm an avid bird watcher. Oh, it's a new hobby. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Maybe you've seen this happen. What bird is often associated with delivering babies? Oh, a stork. Nice. <laughs> do you ever see that in your bird watching? No. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, what do you call a geometric shape with five sides? Hexagon. What? Hex. Wait, wait, wait. You're out. You're out. You're out. See ya. You can't wait, wait, Bye. wait. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. You've been boned. Hit him, Ray. Got 
You've been boned. Wow. <laughs> also forgot to bone Lunchbox earlier. Here you go. You've been boned. Man, you just answered too quickly on that one. Yeah, you Dang. did. Uh, a pentagon is five. Hex is six. six. I yeah. <laughs> I just knew five was pentagon because the pentagon in that's well, the shape of it has five sides. The two ladies remain. Okay. Morgan, you're up. What year was the Declaration of Independence created? Oh, boy. Uh, 18. Am I far enough back? 18. It's a very famous year. What year was the Declaration of Independence created? 1843. Is that your That's answer? In my head. Yeah, Why would you go with 1843? I don't know. It's in my head. Don't know why. What? What? List me some famous dates in American history, just period, that you know. I the, mean... The Pilgrims, know, for example. When do they come to town? Oh, gosh. No idea. 1492? Yeah. No, that's Christopher yeah. Columbus. Pilgrims, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I know is like Pearl Harbor, December 4th, but I don't even know 7th. the year. 1941. December yeah, yeah. 7th. Nice. We're just yelling numbers out. <laughs> uh, the Declaration of Independence was created... 1776. Correct. Morgan was wrong. Man. Morgan, Whoa. you have been... You've been boom. Oh. So that leaves one winner. <laughs> Amy's That's already me. celebrating herself. <laughs> <laughs> There's our winner. There's yeah. 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 I would like to say, too, the last time we played this, or at least one of the last times I saw it up on Instagram, where Eddie put the whole thing on our page... Someone commented, because Eddie and I went, we lasted a long time back and forth. And someone wrote, I'm so surprised Amy lasted that long. (laughs) (laughs) Rude. So I just want to clarify. She's been holding on to that one, as you can see. Yeah, because I don't know why that would surprise you. I typically do well on easy trivia. Do you have a screen name you want to call out? I don't remember it. Good for you. At C. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't. There she is. Amy's our big winner. Nice job. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So doctors are having to put out a warning to people because this guy on TikTok was using erection cream to plump his lips. And he's a cosmetologist. So people are like, oh, he must know what he's talking about. And he put the cream on. He says to wait five minutes for it to set in. Uh, During the process, he's like, my lips are burning. We got a clip. It kind of tingles. It doesn't feel terrible. It's been three more minutes and I said I was going to do five, but it's burning really bad. So I'm going to take it off and we'll see. Oh my gosh. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. And the thing is, if your lips don't go down after four hours, call your doctor. (laughs) So, because you don't have a visual, I will tell you, yes, his lips did look fuller and fatter and plumper, the look he was going for. But doctors are saying, no, 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 please do not apply this cream to your lips. Tell me if I'm wrong here. But to put something on your lips and to create a plump, isn't that basically just an allergic reaction, period? I think so. Yeah, like, I mean... The lip plumper, I think, is just not a doctor, so I should get on TikTok and say this. <laughs> Isn't it based in the re- reaction? Like, it's an unnatural reaction to something, yeah. and therefore it exists. Like, just plumping your lips probably isn't that healthy anyway. That's all. I'll leave it there. Hmm. Somebody can discredit me if they want. You can hear it in this guy's voice, too. His lips were getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else? So, Bobby, at what age did you start playing contact football? Oh, I played young. I didn't like to get hit You're then, either. Yeah, I was eight. Second grade, played yeah. quarterback, left-handed. Boomer Sison was my nice. role model. I was left-handed quarterback, okay. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's experts right. are warning that playing tackle football before age 12 leads to CTE, 
which is chronic traumatic. It's a brain uh, injury. Yeah, it's a brain injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's cognitive and emotional symptoms. It didn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't try to get hit. I was not a hitter. Even my senior year of high school, and I was a mediocre to slightly above average wide receiver. I didn't want to get hit. I hated playing defense. They put me in for nickel packages and for onside kick hands team. <laughs> Good luck. They're like, okay, you can catch when this ball comes. But then you're going to catch it, they're going to hit you. Yeah. I never like to get hit. That crap hurts. Yeah, I don't care how many pads they have on. Eddie, you let your kid play flag football, right? Yeah, they do flag football, not contact. And I don't I don't know how old. I guess they'll be in junior high when I guess they do get to play contact football. Yeah, yeah we had but, Pee-wee, though. You could let it rip. Full yeah. pads, Mount Pine, Arkansas. Yeah, they're not doing that these I know, days. but I, yeah, parents are reconsidering that, especially everything that's coming out. Especially even for... College and pro athletes, all the brain stuff that oh, yeah. ends up with them. It's very scary. One day, do you think we'll end up with NFL flag football? No. <laughs> okay. But they are already <laughs> making rule changes to stop a lot of the unneeded big-time collisions. There's already a lot of rule changes with receivers catching the ball or how you can tackle, even kickoffs. They're moving them because, again, you just have a guy, a whole team of guys running down as fast as they can to clock somebody. So you'll see manipulations. But the thing is, we've only started to study the brain in the past few years. People were dying and having brain issues. And they didn't even know. They didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, what else? So a story that both Darius Rucker, Garth Brooks, and then Bobby, even you've just talked about on the show. Uh, It's been 25 years since this happened, and it's when Garth Brooks got the American Music Award and just said, no, I I can't take this. This belongs to Hootie and the Blowfish. And the award was for what? Uh, Favorite Artist of the Year. And he, he talked about it in here. Mm-hmm. We asked him. We said, hey, what's this true? And he was like, you know, do you have a clip of it? I have a clip of Garth refusing to accept the award 25 years ago. I cannot agree with this. Music is made up of a lot of people. So without any disrespect to the American Music Awards and without any disrespect to any fans who voted, for all the people who should be honored with this award, I'm going to leave it right here. Thank you very much. He left it there. Ooh. Got it back later. But... Said he's gonna give it to Hootie, and they gave it back to him. It's a whole thing. Crazy. But then here's Garth on our show. Sometimes you feel like, okay, maybe, maybe we do. Maybe this this was our year. And then sometimes you're going, man, this wasn't our year at all. Somehow it was like a popular vote or something, and I just uh, I felt like it got in the wrong hands that year, and just kind of spoke up. And uh, yeah, that it happened. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Yeah, 25 years ago today. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Indiana State Trooper was just chilling, doing his job, and he notices this semi-truck pull over on the side of the highway, and a man runs across asking for help, screaming, my wife is having a baby. So the trooper, who is Thomas Mimey, he runs across calls ambulance so they can get there. But this woman was not going to make it to the hospital. So he helped do what he needed to do until EMS arrived and they delivered the baby on the scene. <laughs> like it came quick. And now that the husband and wife, they have named the baby Thomas as the middle name after the state trooper. What did he have to do exactly? Like, I wonder if he had to just calm her or if he had to go down and get into business before the paramedics got there. I think he had to take the snap, didn't he? But Amy just said he had to do business till they got there. Yeah, he helped out. It just says that the 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 baby came two minutes after EMS arrived. Oh, okay. So you know that leading up to that, he was doing some. I wonder what though. Like how? <laughs> I don't have the details. Probably just giving her a back rub. Mm-hmm. Like Relax. Shout, shout out to this. I think the officer. husband could do that. <laughs> the cop pushes the husband away. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I got. Starts this. to massage her neck. I just wonder how. Like, 
I know. Into the business he had to get. Yeah. But yeah, it says he he quickly realized she was not going to make it to the hospital. So. And do police officers have to train at actually delivering a baby? Like, I'm sure they may have to read a book, mm-hmm. but do they have to go in and, like, do a practicum? That's a good or question. Or do you have to w- experience one, watch it? Like a simulator? <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if they had a baby simulator? <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, Trooper Thomas Miami. All right, shout out. Or Mamie. Thomas Mamie. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Uh, this is a voicemail we got last night from someone in Portland. Morning studio. I was curious what y'all's take was on gratuity being automatically added to takeout orders at restaurants. I live in Portland and I'm trying to support my local restaurants here. But when I ordered takeout today, they automatically added 20% gratuity to my bill. And I definitely would have tipped them on my own, but it just seems kind of weird to me that they would add it without kind of giving me the option or allowing me to even change it at all. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm okay with it because this is, as they say, quote unquote, an unprecedented time. People aren't making much money. You know, I'm sure that they've only done this because of the economic situation surrounding the restaurant where you can't go and eat in as much. There's not as much space. I would almost bet this is because of the time. It's always weird to me to add something that's suggested, but man, I just put me in the place when I was waiting tables. People would stiff me and I would be like, I don't even know how I'm going to do my car insurance this month. So... If it weren't in the middle of a pandemic, I would go, I don't like that. But I'm going to go because of the pandemic. I'm going to go, I'm okay with it. You just now know. So if you don't like it, don't go back. Because it's going to be put on your bill. So they suggested it on the bill or they just already ran no, it No, they put it on there. It's a tough okay. one for me to just. But I have to go with the side of the person that's struggling. Hmm. And that's going to be the the waiter or the, the, the person that's gathering it. You know, it's... I, I'm not over there definitively, hmm. but if I had to pick a side, I would have to go to the side of the person who's struggling. Yeah. Because I bet you that person doing takeout is not getting tipped hardly ever because people go, I don't need tip takeout. But they're the one putting the food together. The one, it doesn't matter. Oh, that, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> it's a tough one, man. That hurts a little bit. But I'm going to go with, now you know, and if you don't want to go back, don't go back. Yeah, it's up to you how much you want to support the place. Yeah. I still, yeah. It's, I t- think it, it's they, a tough one, right? Yeah, I don't think you can automatically run somebody's tip, pandemic or not. Okay. I know, I'm like, but I mean, I I think. I'm coming from the viewpoint, though, of somebody who waited tables for a long time. Different mm-hmm. than your, different than you. True. I was a hostess. Yeah, but you were, t- you, were you were paid way, you, you had an hourly wage. <gasps> Mine was like $2. I know, I didn't even get tipped. Like, they didn't even share. Like, I wasn't even part of, like, a pool of tips. Aw. (laughs) Also, I was very bad at, like, you know how when you're a hostess, you're supposed to sit. It's section D24. When D24, it's that server's turn. But I would take a customer to D24, and they'd be like, uh, can we sit over there? And I was horrible at being like, oh, but oh, you sit right here. I just was like, yeah, no problem. And the waiters would always get so mad at me. But that would be okay because then you adjust the waiters. Be like, hey, now you have this table in this section. I know. I'm just saying where I worked, they got mad. So she got no tips. So now she's holding (laughs) against everybody. (laughs) Uh, I think that's a good call, though. Appreciate that call. I'm okay with it. Amy is not. And that's America. Yeah. Right? (laughs) There you have it. All right. Let's go do the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. Why does a skunk like to go to church? Why does a skunk like to go to church? Because he gets his very own P. 
you. (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. We're talking yesterday about Bridgerton being the biggest show on Netflix. Period. They say in the history of Netflix, which is crazy to me. Because I watched it and it's fine. I just watched part of it. I just couldn't get into it. So Eddie Lunchbox and... Raymundo didn't want to watch Bridgerton, so they're now in the trivia game that we're about to play. Loser has to watch the entire series of Bridgerton, and you have two weeks to do it. What's the trivia on? Well, the difference in British and American English. (laughs) Good grief. Here we go. I struggle with regular English. So what I'll do... Regular English. You guys write your answer down. We'll do five of these. I will give you the British word. You tell me what the word we say is. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. If the British say a biscuit, they actually mean blank. Amen. In. If the British say a biscuit, they actually mean a blank. You in? Yeah. What do you have? A roll. Eddie? That's a cookie. Ray? I put muffin. It is a cookie. Hey! (laughs) Eddie, one point. Thanks, Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Does he say, but I don't remember him calling him, uh, whatever. Next up, if the British say chips, as in fish and chips, what's a chip? I'm in. In. Lunchbox? Fries. Eddie? Fries. Ray? Fries. That's correct. Nice job. If the British say a flannel... What's a flannel? I'm going to go and... I need a flannel for tonight. <laughs> Got it. Oh, man. It really Got wasn't it? the best context, but... <laughs> I, need I, need a, I need a flannel before I can go to bed. <laughs> oh! No, thank you. I don't listen no, to my no, context. No, Are you sure? If you've already changed it, you're in. But you've already put it The first one was way off, Bones. Okay. Need a I'm going out tonight. Give me a flannel. Well, if you're gonna go out, you're definitely gonna need a flannel before you go out. Oh, all right. I know what Lunchbox? it is now. Sheets. Eddie? No, I put sweaters, but I know that's wrong. Ray? Dessert? No, it's a washcloth. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Okay. I, I understand <laughs> it. Huh. Okay. Next up, if the British say a boot, mm-hmm. they're gonna put something in the boot. What's the boot? I'm in. <sighs> I don't know. Got it. You in? Yeah. Go. Beer glass. Eddie? Uh, that's a trunk. Ed, Ray? The oven. It's a trunk. Hey! <laughs> thanks, Ted Lasso. So, Eddie, you have won the game. Yes. So, you're now eliminated. We'll Thank keep, you. We'll keep going with these two. Love it. Lunchbox and Ray, I'll give you three more. Who's winning? Eddie won. I, I no, no, I'm in between right now. Nobody has a point, do they? Tied. Oh, they're tied. They, oh one. You each have French fries. Oh, good. All right, here we go. There, you get three of them. Number plate. If the British say a number plate, what do they mean? <laughs> I mean, that has to be that. I mean, there's only one option. Got it. Ray? Put license plate. Lunchbox? License plate. It's the only thing with numbers on it. Correct. Yes. Yeah! There's We're one. smart. If the British say, get in the lift, the lift, what's the lift? Get in the lift. Got it. Get in the lift. 
Got it. Lunchbox? Car. Ray? Car. Elevator. Oh! oh! Dang. We're down to the final one. <laughs> this is so hard. Like, why do they call it such weird things? Finally. Speed round. Because oh, we're the final question. Okay. If the British say they want some crisps, what is that? Say your name. Well, I, I gotta know what a, I'm trying to think what a crisp could be. If, a, if the British say they, they want some crisps, what's a crisps? What's a crisp? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Ice cubes. Incorrect. Oh, oh. Raymundo for oh. the win. And make Lunchbox watch Bridgerton. Crisp. Come on, Ray. Crisp. It's gotta be what I think it is, right? I'm gonna just. Uh, there's no way it's chips, so I'm gonna say crackers. Oh, no. It's chips. Oh, oh, Ray! Oh, yes, Ray, thank you. <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. Okay, sudden death. All right. Just again, yell your name if uh, you know what it is. <laughs> okay. The oh. British call it a cot. Oh, lunchbox. Go ahead. A tent. No. Tent? <laughs> <laughs> but I, Ray? A bed? A crib. Dang it. What? Put the baby in the cot? Mm -hmm. mm. Put him in the cot. Okay. The, <laughs> the British call, and buzz in with your name. The British call this a dressing gown. We call it a... Raimundo! Raimundo. Wedding gown! Let's go! <laughs> yeah! Uh-uh. Incorrect. Oh! <laughs> A dressing gown. Dang it. Lunchbox! Go ahead. A robe! Go correct, on. correct. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Alright. And they stay there! And they stay there! I love the English! Alright, um, Raymundo. Yeah, bring it on. I can't wait to watch Today's it. Today's the 29th. You have uh, two weeks to watch Bridgerton. I'll watch it in a week and a half. Alright, there he goes. That was a long segment. We didn't mean for it to be that long. <laughs> I hope our listeners enjoyed that. The Friday Morning Conversation with Russell Dickerson. You know, Russell, I was thinking, as you came in, and here you have, what, four number ones in a row? That's right, mm -hmm. right? You walk in, you have nobody with you. You have no record label person. You have no manager. And I'm saying this in the, in the most loving, like, yeah. respectful way. You have no crew. You showed up, and I was like, hey, I see Russell in the, the green room. Where's his people? And they're like, no, no, he just rolled up by himself. That's, that's it, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that anybody's done that. No. Really? I don't, I don't know. It feels weird to bring people like, hey, man, come on. Like, well, we all got to roll deep. Your labels, though, <laughs> would be like, hey, we need to go with you and make sure Bobby doesn't do anything stupid. Right. You know, that happens. We've done this enough times, though, okay. you know? I'm just saying. Yeah. I find it oddly refreshing that you walked in here yeah, all man. alone. And I was like, is Russ already? I don't see his people there. And they're like, he's by himself. Yeah. Like, also, let me say this in the most respectful way. You're jacked. Yeah. I'm serious. It's just like his pressing against no. It's like when you push it up, you know? <laughs> I see you on Instagram and you do your dad bod workout, yeah. whatever you call them. Dad bod wad. He did a He was doing a oh, workout of the day. Some kind of or, yeah. Instagram shower head thing. He was selling a shower head or something. And, I, and he had a shirt off and I hit him up. I'm not about the shower head. I was like, Dude, <laughs> who knew you had those abs? <laughs> Am I going a little too hard on his body right now? No, I mean, I'm sure he enjoys it. Oh, just bring it. Keep, is, there keep a it is there a shower head we need in our lives? Is a speaker oh, yeah, or something, dude. right? Yeah, the Kohler. It's like Kohler Moxie and legit, like within the shower head is a Bluetooth speaker that sounds fantastic. And then when you're done, pop it out, take it over to the sink. It's it's legit. Interesting. Yeah. The, the guy's six foot four and he's ripped up. <laughs> I'm just amazed. <laughs> got a new baby. 
honestly, that's where it's from, is holding this 25-pound kid just constantly. How hard is it to have a newborn? Honestly, the first six weeks, I was like, another kid, let's go, let's do it. And then that, like, the exhaustion just never stopped. And so it was like, it was like, all right, we might need a little minute. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, kept going like, okay, no sleep that night. We're good. Next day, no sleep, no sleep. And then it just like never stops. Even last night, doesn't stop. So you're just always tired? Pretty much. I'm going to play a couple clips here. Uh, He's got a bunch of number ones in a row. You guys may know yours. Here you go. Thank God I'm Blue Tacoma. Blue Tacoma, California. Every little thing. Love you like I used to. Love you like I used to. This kid. You still a morning person with Absolutely. the baby? Absolutely. It's made me more of a morning person. This guy wakes up and he's like, you know, in Oklahoma, oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> like that? That's oh, literally him every day of his life. <laughs> he wakes up like SpongeBob. He's like, this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> he's always in a good mood. Oh. I, I, what is it? What's your morning routine? You wake up. What do you do? Uh, now it's like I wake up and me and me and Remington have just our bro time. I put him in his little play thing, read a little bit, drink coffee, have a little breakfast. And then because Kale's will get up in the middle of the night and deal with baby. And then so I let her sleep until whenever in the morning. So that's my responsibility as a dad. How gross is it to change your baby's diaper or not at all? Uh, it's getting there. It's getting it's getting pretty because like. He'll have like a major blowout and it's like up his back and like coming out the sides and the thighs and everywhere. Like, and it never happens at home either. It's like, it's always out in public. It's at the mall. It's, you know, wherever it is. And so we're like on the, on the tailgate of the truck, just like changing our baby in the middle of a parking lot. And it's, uh, it's not that gross though. I would think that it's not because it's your baby. Still yeah, gross. It's disgusting. Like, I'm still grossed out by my dog's poop. Right. But it's my dog and he's sick. I'm just feeling worse that he feels sick than I right, do. Right, yeah. And yeah. obviously a dog and a baby are the same. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt the entire listening audience roll their eyes when I made right. the dog analogy. Uh, Russell brought his guitar, so we're going to play some songs as we interview here. How about, which, you know, Love You Like I Used To is continuing to stay a top song even though... It already hit number one, and you're on to the next song. It's insane. It's continuing to stay at the top of the charts. Yeah, it's insanity. Do uh, you want to play a little bit for us? Absolutely. All right, here is Russell Dickerson doing a little bit of Love You Like I Used To. Girl, I've always loved you. Now, but something's changed. Blame it on time, the road or the ride. But it ain't the same. Because it's a different kind of feeling. Not the one I knew. From the sweet on your lips to how your hand and mine fits. Girl, I've always loved you. But I don't love you like I used to. This gets better every time you kiss me like this it's stronger the longer i'm with you yeah more than every single day before didn't know i could ever love you more than i did baby i do i don't love you like i used to come on yeah russell dickerson here all six foot four of them you know i was thinking because we had this (laughs) doctor on who can extend height. What? Now, what happens, why he originally studied it, because people get in accidents or they're born with something, Mm -hmm. and they can fix that by equaling things, but then it's turned into a cosmetic surgery. 
where there was a guy who was five eleven went in, paid seventy five thousand dollars. He's six one now. For two inches. For two inches. Now the doctor told me I could get six inches, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Five. And that would be taller than you. For how much though? Is it like oh, seventy five sh- per oh, no, that's, two it inches? Starts at seventy five. Right. So yeah. So that would be seventy five times three. Okay. Yeah. So oh, he's gonna do the math. Go ahead. I know. I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have that. You know, there was a, a a really great story that happened over the holiday. You came across your fan Sarah's story. Mm. Tell the show and tell our listeners what happened there. Oh, man. So I'm tagged in this video, and it's this girl in a hospital bed doing this little, like, dance to home suite and uh and i'm like oh that's that's fun and like as i keep watching the video i realize that like and i read the story of what's happening and she was hit head on in a car crash and lost both of her legs amputated and so uh just to see the joy on her face like one of the most special moments that i've seen and so i'd I'd called my manager i was like what can we do any and everything like I'm all in. And so we ended up teaming up with Chevy, and uh, they they gave her a 2021 Chevy Traverse, and they're going to fully uh, upfit it for her, like, you know, her new life. And so she'll be able to travel around in that little thing. And, and so that was, like, one of the highlights of my career up until this point is to be able to, you know, literally just call up Chevy and change someone's life. And so shout out to them for – to Chevy for pulling out all that off. Pretty cool, huh? I love it. That's crazy. The Friday Morning Conversation with Russell Dickerson. He's here. He's playing songs for us. We're talking about new music. He's got four number ones in a row. You're just killing it. Do you feel like that it took forever to kill it? Because, again, you're one of the guys that had no money and were grinding, no label. I mean, or do you feel like it was like a, a climb that you kind of felt momentum the entire time? There were moments along, like early on, like I started off like 2010, 11, and uh, man, playing for any, I mean, $250 to drive to Omaha, Nebraska and play a dorm room lobby that only the RAs are there because they have to be there. And then, <laughs> and then, but not just that random, but that happening like time after time after time again like you pull up to a show you're like all right maybe this one will be different maybe there'll be some people there and then you they're like oh yeah you're actually playing in the cafeteria today and everybody's like dear please stop full band like drums everything they're like just please like we're trying to eat lunch <laughs> dude, please like, we'll pay you to not play so there have been times like that along the way i remember your wife and she was bragging on you but talking about how you would play a full show full band, everything, and there would be eight people standing around, but you would perform it as hard as possible. Oh, yeah. We raged all Like, the it time. didn't matter. Yeah. Two or 2,000. Like, yeah. you were going hard. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things where it you can either, like, pout about it or you can go in your mind and just envision arenas and envision yourself getting there. And that's what I chose to do, man, every every time. You know the song that I like to hear when it comes on the radio is that uh, Blue Tacoma. That's a good one, huh? Yep. What if Amy said no? How hilarious would that be? If she's like, no, not really. Not my favorite. Like, I've heard better, honestly. Blue Tacoma. I don't get it. Let's do. Uh, let's do a little bit of Blue Tacoma. Why is it blue? <laughs> Wheels rolling on an old Toyota. Twist top on a sun-kissed soda. Your brown hair in that West Coast wind. If heaven is anywhere, 96 at the top of our lungs, shuffling and I'll steal the one, missing turns cause that's our song. If heaven is anywhere, it's in a blue Tacoma, California, 
White magnolia in your hair Rays of gold shining on you Ooh, if heaven is anywhere It's never running out of golden road Always having your hand to hold In a blue Tacoma, California Ooh, if heaven is anywhere It's right here Nice, he held it out too for yeah. you Because yeah. it's a small crowd, but you played it hard That's Dude. what I like, you, you went fully in Dude, you gotta envision Small crowd I was talking to your buddy Thomas Rhett and you guys, guy. are, you guys are good friends. Yes. And I was running some business ideas by him. Okay. Like, like, and I had a couple great ones that he didn't like. He didn't want to invest any money on. Really? Well, I had yeah, ask him. I gave okay. him some A-plus ideas. But I have a couple for you. Let's go. That I think if you started these, you could really make some money, and I would be happy to come in as an angel investor. Oh, yes. Okay. Like a meal delivery kit, but instead of focusing on you know, the meats and the cheeses, it's mostly just on Brussels sprouts, and it's called Russell's Brussels. It's different Brussels sprouts <laughs> from all over. Because there's a, there's a demand for Brussels sprouts. Honestly. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Brussels sprouts, so Brussels, I'm 100% in. Think about that. Um, that's pretty much the only one I had for him today. Oh. It's just <laughs> tough, you know? That's the only one you need, It's bro, just tough. But Russell, with a brilliant idea like that. Which famous Russell would you most like to hang out with? Russell Wilson? Russell Brand? Funny comedian, British dude. Yeah. Russell Crowe, who seems like he'd be miserable to hang out with. <laughs> so up to you. <laughs> up to you. <laughs> Which one? Man, probably Russell Wilson. I feel like that would be that'd be a great hang. I actually met him one time and it was one of the you know, one of those kind of starstruck moments. Cause he was a Sierra. Sierra. Where did you Sierra? meet Russell? Because we're on in Seattle now. Mm-hmm. Um and he's a big fan. He listens every morning. Russell Wilson does. What's up, dog? <laughs> I'm sure I don't know if he does. Just that. kidding. You know. But um, where did you meet him? What was the situation? Uh, at the Clive Davis Grammy oh, party. What a flex! Jeez. He didn't even I flex. Mean, I I pulled it out. Uh, of yeah, you. sorry. So you're at the Clive Davis Grammy party and he's chilling. Here's the yes. Here's the thing though is we were like we we had to, we entered in like the back door and like our seats were taken when we went to sit down and like Brandy Carl I'm literally not I'm name dropping because please do of how little of what peons we were at this party and so we're like you know Brandy Carl I'm like hey like I think these are our seats and like she shows us our tickets we're like oh, comparing no. or whatever and I'm like you know what just forget it and so I went to I went out back to the library I was like hey like we don't have seats uh could we just whatever so we end up going they're like here just come here so they put us on the second row with like Miguel uh, what's her name from the Pussycat Dolls? And Nicole like, Scherzinger? Uh, yeah. yeah. And so we're just like, what the actual heck are we doing here? Like, we don't belong here by any means. We're not nominated for anything. <laughs> and we're just like, oh my God, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> and that's when you meet Russell Wilson. Yeah. Was he bigger in person? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so he, is she. She's tall too. Yeah. And then they were nice to you? Incredible. You know, uh, I like every little thing. Because it's it's the upbeat, it's the most upbeat of your hits, I think. Is it? Oh yeah. You want to play a little bit of that for us? Absolutely. Here is Russell Dickerson, another number one, another one, another, <laughs> another one. My baby, she's Alabama. My Dixie land of light. She kissing me like molasses, slow and sweet, uh-huh, just right. An endless all year summer, yeah, sunshine 365. But when she forgets the punchline, it still gets me every time. Sing it. Cause I love every little, every little, every little thing about her love. And just a little, just a little, just a little, ain't enough. Gotta get a, gotta get a, get a little more of all she does. I'm all hung up, yeah, cause I love every little, every little. 
about her love. Yeah. And there he is, Russell Dickerson. You know, here's why we didn't sing it when you said sing it, because this is the problem we have on this show. Sometimes artists come in, and inside their natural repertoire of things they say in the middle of songs, they'll go, okay, you do it. They don't really mean for us to do it. And then we start doing it, and then they're shocked that somebody's yelling back. So we we just don't. So when you're like, sing it, we didn't know if you normally say that then or if you wanted us to sing it. Both, but also the listeners, too, you know, wherever. Oh, in their car. Okay, fair enough. Let's do it again. And we okay. sing it. And this time we'll sing it with him. We're okay. allowed. Yeah, we're allowed. How about it? Turn every mic up. Let's All go. Of them. All right. One, two, three. Cause I love every little, every little, every little thing about your love. Just a little, just a little, just a little. Ain't enough. Say it. Gotta get it, gotta get it, gotta get a little more of our sheet up. I don't know these words. Cause I love. Cause I love. Oh, yeah. I knew 90% of them. <laughs> that's, I, that's I just why. know melodies. When songs come on the radio, I'm like, yes. So that's another reason why we don't sing along? Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know every word. Okay. At Russell E.D. Mm-hmm. Russell D. was taken, so I just put my middle initial in there, too. Russell E.D. Was he being funny? Well, I asked him that, too. <laughs> I was like, what, what medical condition are you referring to here, Russell? Oh, I saw some article that said if you put your middle initial when you are announcing your name, that you instantly are perceived as more intellectual. What's uh, your middle initial? E. Amy E. Brown. I just got smarter. <laughs> but it's like, like wait. It's, I was like, did you just stutter or was that I, Amy, <laughs> Amy, Amy E. Amy E. Amy E. <laughs> e. <laughs> Elizabeth. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, Russell Dickerson is here. Let me encourage you guys. Check out Southern Symphony. It came out in December, but he's just uh, knocking down the hits. He got the new song, Home Sweet, we played a few minutes ago. You know I love you, Russell Dickerson. I love you, bro. Good to see you, buddy. Yes, there thanks for is. having me. Let's clap him out and sing without the guitar every little thing. Here we go. And, and I love every little, every little, every little thing about your love. Uh. Just a little, just a little, just a little damn but that's some more. Uh. All right, back in a minute, everybody. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A pair of recycling collectors in Wilmington, North Carolina, are being honored for being heroes. Larry Hankins and Daniel Perry are equipment operators who cover a lot of ground in the city. They pick up between 700 and 900 home stops each shift, but they've also saved two lives while they've been working as garbage men. The first was an elderly woman they saw fall in the rain with no one else around. Wow. They ran out, picked her up, took her to where she needed to go, made sure she was okay, called somebody, and then went back to work. They thought nobody saw them, but you know what got them? What? The doorbell camera. Uh. So that got out, went a bit viral. Then a few weeks later, they were driving, doing their, their trash man job, when a car suddenly stopped in front of them. Hankins ran up to see what happened, realized that the guy behind the wheel was having a seizure. He jumps in the car, which was still in drive, but had the brake on, started to roll, jumps in, slams it in the park, called 911, and saved the kid's life. They're like superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. For their efforts, they have been given awards to the city and by the city. They say, hey, they're not doing heroes. They're just doing their jobs. To be fair, their job description is not saving lives. No, it's just to take the trash. That's pretty cool. So shout out to Larry Hankins and Daniel Perry. You're pretty cool, and that's what it's all about. 
That was Tell Me Something Good. The other day we talked about Darius Rucker. He went into an IHOP and had dinner and then bought everybody's meal as well and then tipped real big and it made the news. And so we were like, dang, Darius is awesome. We already knew Darius was awesome. Lunchbox always gets jealous when people make the news for doing nice things because I bet you Darius didn't want to make the news. He hasn't come out. By the way, I do have him lined up for next week. Perfect. And I'm going to ask him about this. Yeah. Yeah. So Lunchbox wants the same kind of credit. Of course. So he went out. Where'd you go, Lunchbox? I went to a sub shop. Okay. Lunch hour, you know, thinking there's going to be a lot of people in line, and I'll surprise everybody in line by buying their meal. So I walk into the sub shop. There's like eight people, and I mean, I hit them with the hard-hitting news. I'm here to buy your lunch. I want to do something in it. You know, let's see what happens. Well, wait. So what was your intention? I, my intention was I buy their lunch, but I let them know, hey, if you want to contact the news, feel <laughs> oh. free to contact the news. And I gave them my name, gave them my Twitter, and I said, listen, just let them know. Let them know I did something nice for you. If you want any news, CNN, Fox, CNN. whatever, MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, here it and- is. Here's the clip of Lunchbox going into the sub shop. Can I have your attention? What up, what up? It's your lucky day. My name is Lunchbox, and I'm going to buy all your meals. All you, everybody in the restaurant, the meal is on me. Let's go. That means I'm gonna pay for their meal. Okay, how can I help you? They don't believe me. I guess No, no, no. It's not a prank. I just want to do something nice. I don't know. I'm just doing something. I saw Darius Rucker did it for people, so I was like, maybe I'll make the news if I do it for people. So if you hit up the news and let them know Lunchbox buy your lunch. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome, man. Remember, if you hit up the news, tweet it out, Lunchbox bought my lunch, let them know I'm just a great guy. Any news, CNN, Fox News, anybody. Yeah. Remember, Lunchbox, L-U-N-C-H-B-O-X. Let everybody know. Tell the news. So, okay, it's been a day. It's been a couple days and <laughs> nothing. nothing. Huh. No, no, not even, not even a tweet, not even anything. I have not had any news reach out to interview me, anything. I can't believe this isn't one of their segments on the local news, at least. Would you have done this knowing the news was not going to cover you? No. No, no, no. The point is to get the recognition. That's the whole point of it. You can hear the guy going, let me get provolone. He's like, what is this weirdo yeah, doing? Just- and you stood there while they all ordered? I had to st- That was the awkward part. Then I had to wait for eight people to get through the line of ordering their sandwich. Uh, do you want a drink? Yeah, what size? Medium or large? And Do you want some chips? No, no chips. And I'm like, why wouldn't you buy chips? I'm buying it for you, you idiots, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, make the bill more expensive so it looks better on the news. But but no I, news. No news. Did other people come in while those eight were no, 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 no. I, I cut it off at eight. So if they came in, they were out of luck. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying. Did there they, was a couple people, but it, they didn't know what was going on. You didn't jump in? No. No, I, I cut it at eight. I can't. I mean, I could have been there all day. Then the line keeps growing. People start texting their friends. That would have been bad. Then you had a better shot at the news, though. Would you have done 20 people for the news? Yeah. You would have? Absolutely. If anything, I would have done. Why don't you do this? Call the news on a tip line and tip them off. And say, so, hey, there's going to be so, a, a secret no, buyer. No, just say you did. Say, hey, this is this, this is uh, Jason Gibble. Oh, oh, nice. And I was out at the sub shop today, and this guy named Lunchbox came in a bottle of lunch. I think you guys should cover it on the news. Fantastic. Oh, that's a great Sometimes idea. you got to make your own headlines. you got to create I, them. I never knew you could just call and give the news a tip. Yeah, but don't say it's you. Yeah. They have tip lines at the news. They are somebody else. Yeah, be be no, don't be Jason Gibble. Be this is Nico, Nico Jackson. Nico Jackson. Nico Jackson. Yeah. And I saw this guy lunchbox. No, he at, bought you lunch. Oh, oh, he bought me lunch. Yeah. Record that and let us know how it goes. All right, I'll All get right. that done. Let's go back to 2010 with Flashback Friday. 
Flashback Friday. 2010, what were you up to? I was living in North Carolina with my husband. He was in the Air Force and still doing the show with you, but remotely from there. And when he would go to Afghanistan, I would come home and do the show in Austin. I was 30 and I was like, life sucks. I'm 30. It's the worst age. I'm going to be alone forever. But the career was going pretty good. Yeah, good. It was just kind of kicking in. Yeah. Uh, the biggest country song this week in 2010 was Tim McGraw's Southern Voice. Don't let this old gold cross in this crimson tide t-shirt grow This kid is making noise with the Southern Voice. The biggest pop song at this time in 2010 was Katy Perry, Teenage Dream. That's a jam, huh? Yeah, so good. so good. And the biggest thing in the news, Steve Jobs unveiled the iPad at a press conference in San Francisco. Here's a clip where Steve Jobs shows people what it looked like for the first time ever. And we'd like to show it to you today for the first time. This is what it looks like. I happen to have one right here, and we call it the iPad. There were so many feminine hygiene product jokes when it came out as the iPad at that time. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that. It was kind of the beginning of the meme. Hmm. They had posted those pictures of like, oh, this is what it is, a pad. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. Apple sold more than 500 million iPads. There you go. That's that's what's up. See you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Kenny Chesney will be on Monday. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bobby Mr. Bobby Bones. <laughs>